0: it's a pleasure it is and thank you so much for taking the time to do this how, how are you doing right now yeah yeah really good we've um we've
1: been quite busy over the summer um you know with the album with a single release is coming out and doing some cool you know summer festivals around the netherlands in the uk and belgium um and just getting ready for the album release now on the 25th of august
0: so when you reflect on the past year, you know, so we're over halfway through it now, you re- you're you satisfied with what you've accomplished so far? Yeah, it's been a
1: really successful year um, in terms of, you know, doing an album and a quick turnaround, um, changing my lineup to a power trio, um, to actually, you know, going out there with a fresh new tour as well um, and still getting new fans, you know, and... and and building the social media and and that's still growing. So, yeah, I think it's been a really successful year so far, which I can't complain about, really.
0: Yeah, it's great that we get to use that term as well so far, because, of course, congratulations on the announcement of the new album, Bad Luck and the Blues. How are you feeling about it right now? Where's your head at with it? Well,
1: well, really excited, first of all, to play it. You know, get the new songs out there. You know, like any artist is ready to to play the songs. You know, we've had them for a while. We've listened to them. You know, they're on the back burner. We've been talking about it. We've, we've played a few, chucked a few in live, which has been fun for for the crowd. And um, my last music video, "You're Not Alone," included um, a live audience at one of, at one of the festivals. I played, which lovely. which um so 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 yeah first of all really excited to get out there and play the new songs we're going to do um probably say about seven eight of them off the new album and um and yeah just a bit a bit of a heavier direction for me um a little bit energetic, a different live show um it's a lot more guitar based which is cool um just going back to my
0: roots really well lonely road is getting a good reaction. Um why did you choose this one as your first single? It was one that
1: um one of the first songs I wrote for the album. Um and it, and it, and it came quite quick and it I played it to the label and they said um Marshall really liked it. It had a good backbeat to it, you know. Um quite a fast drum beat to it and um they like the sentiment you know down down the lonely road you know with a being a musician and it has that concept and vision behind it as well and so so yeah we we felt like that was the right one to to go out there and and kick start the campaign with
0: completely your decision label didn't put pressure on you they just supported you
1: well i think it was a 50-50 with the label i sort of came to them and said well what what are you thinking as well you know because i put trust in you and and um, they said Lonely Road, and I was sort of f- thinking that as well. So it was it was a good mutual decision.
0: Have you decided uh, before the release? I mean, we are close to it. Um, what would be next? Yeah, we planned them all out before. We had a good talk um,
1: to our radio plugger and and PR guy, and and had a good meeting and sat down and and thought what what would be the best three songs. And to be honest, I just trusted them you know I was happy with all of the ones on the album you know um to be honest with you um so so I was happy to just go with the flow as well
0: <laughs> yes absolutely well talk to me then about your vision for this album in particular what did you what did you want to do when you first set out down this road and you knew you were going to be making a new record what was your vision to to have a power trio and go out on the road
1: um with no gimmicks really just just bass drums guitar um and have have clearly led by blues rock um and and right and having catchy choruses which i've always you know tried to write um so so when i wrote this album um i wrote the guitar first you know all the riffs and then i wrote the lyrics around it so i was very conscious about how each song could flow into the next and how an audience reaction might be, you know, imagining it in the studio in my bedroom, writing it.
0: (laughs) So you, your vision was influenced by the fact that you wanted to be the power tree and you wanted to be able to basically take all these songs and play them on stage.
1: Exactly. As simple as that. And, and obviously I'd, I'd had a key had a keyboard player for about five years. Um, and I just love the way it looks, you know, with like Jimi Hendrix and Cream, you know, the way that they set up on the side of the stage, you know, and all, all in a row. And it's quite classic. And I feel like the music I was doing, it needed to have that space as well, rather than the keys just padding it down or the keys playing part and batting it up. It needed to have just the bass and drums as a, as a rawness. So my, my main um, vibe for the album, being the producer, was to record it live. Um, I only did two days pre-production because I wanted a lot of the ideas to be natural and and flow, and none of the solos were written, just the parts.
0: Where did you look though when it came to writing the songs? Um, where did you look for inspiration? Where were you kind of digging into? Was it uh, from a more personal perspective or a wider world?
1: I guess. Um half and half really I feel like the the relationship side of the of the songs um you know are quite are quite personal mm. and the, the life's the life side you know like you're not alone and lonely road and bad luck and the blues are about hardships in life and and they're quite personal as well you know bad luck and the blues is about my disease and and suffering with that and and I like to write songs that are quite open so people can relate to them as well, you know, and have their own idea behind
0: it. Do you find that level of openness, that willing, the, your willingness to be so open and honest, um, something that's getting easier the more you do it or has it always come quite simply to you? Um, yeah, I guess, um, I guess it comes quite
1: natural to me because um you know what you see is what is what you get with me. You know I do I do um wear my heart on my sleeve and I do I am I am um do speak truthfully <laughs> Sometimes gets me trouble, but <laughs> but um but yeah. So my fans are very aware. You know that I've got Crohn's disease and I do speak and I'm a, an ambassador for the Crohn's and Colitis um charity as well. So um it's good to to raise awareness. You know for for these kind of things. But yeah, in terms of of, of writing it, I guess. I guess from a point of view, or w- would people relate to this, or would people like this? Um, I guess I'm just confident in in writing it, and I guess that's that's the secret, really.
0: Well, yes, that relatability is so ingrained within you. Um, up to this point, you know, um, even if you go have a, as you put it, heavier direction, it's still unlikely to change. It's still about anthems. It's still about connecting with a live audience. It's always been what you've done um mm. so yeah why would you change oh. yeah
1: in, ter- in terms of um it's it's just a it's just a progression you know and taking on everything that i've learned over the years and from a producer's point of view from being on stage to supporting you know buddy guys status quo you know mm. loads of people on tour and learning tricks along the way and 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 things it's, it's been um a collaboration of all of that put into put into this album really but but with the guitar
0: being the main focus and it excites you you know you're still developing you're still learning and progressing as a musician oh yeah and
1: and I'm having fun with my band you know it's it's like um you know it's like I've started started again you know it's like I'm, I've got a, a new love for it um which is um quite amazing considering I've been a professional touring musician
0: for 16 17 years now it's quite a long time but that's all anybody wants to hear that you are having fun with your band you're still thoroughly enjoying yourself i mean that is the dream oh yeah you know if i didn't if i didn't i wouldn't be
1: able to do it because being a musician is it can be quite it can be quite challenging at times you know you're away from your family your home um, different countries you know it's um it's hard it's tiring you know so um, the fans and the music are what are what makes it for me, you know, hanging out with a band and um, connected and playing some guitar solos and flying the flag for guitar music, you
0: know, <laughs> that's what I'm about. Was the, what was some of the challenges or one challenge in particular that um, you came across during the work on Bad Luck and the Blues? And um, if you did, if it does exist, a challenge, how did you overcome it?
1: I'd say um the biggest challenge I had was um I had two tracks um one called take control and one called stuck in the night and uh, when I wrote that they I had that image of like a royal blood sort of sound you know um queens of the stone age a more modern rock completely a bit more away from the blues and when we recorded it we we went in the studio we went back in the studio to listen to it um, after recording into the control room and I was like oh it's it's too modern for me actually you know let's go back in and let's um, just tame it down a little bit but play it a little bit more like Led Zepp you know a bit more like Black Sabbath you know a little bit more old school so I guess I learned that I wanted the album to have a certain sound um, that, that we were getting this time to not be as varied with, with the genres and going all over the place. I wanted it to have a good continuum throughout.
0: So you were you were incredibly conscious of having to nail that kind of older classic sound while still sounding contemporary, still sounding modern and up-to-date, not a, ret- a retread of everything that's done before. Yeah, in terms
1: of the actual sound, you know, um, we were going for a modern, clean sound, you know, with Christian um, <laughs> And you know his mixing is you know is, is is beautiful smooth, but in terms of what we're playing musically and what we're recording on with the desk and how we're recording all together in one big room, all live, not tracking separate, is old school, you know. So with a mixture of the combination of of the two, with um with speaking about modern lyrics and and what my modern experiences from today, that's how I tried to combine. The two together, but musically, you know, I, I think a big influence on this album was Robin Trower. I did listen to him a lot um, as my main influence, him and Jimi Hendrix for this album.
0: It is an incredibly tight balancing act um, to do with that. <laughs> so <laughs> well done on that. front. What about then some of the more enjoyable aspects of creating this album? Things that you particularly love doing?
1: I I love the songwriting and just being on my own and um picking up a guitar and having a blank canvas, you know, like um like painting a picture really. And then, you know, you put you put your colours on and and you just build it from there. And sometimes you'll have a great song, and I'll notice if I have a really good song, it'll come really quick. Whereas um if if I have um a trickier song, I might even hold it for a few years before I release it. And actually, a few of these songs. I wrote in about two thousand sixteen and seventeen um yeah and 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 never never continued to to do it, but I knew that that I'd have the right sound to bring them on a on a on a rockier album at some point out in the distance was one of them
0: oh, that's incredible, incredible, so just sitting there waiting until it felt right, yeah. And that's, like, that's how I knew
1: that this this album had to be a rockier album because, you know, I'd have songs sitting in the bank, as I call it, and um the songs I was writing was more rocky, so I could see it really shaping easy. And from a producer's point of view, it was easy for me to see that. I brought Ash, you know, my friend, uh, Ash in on drums, who plays for Glenn Hughes and done stuff with Tony Iommi and Jack Alexander-Timmis, my bass player, so... I had a, I had a good little tight connection there and I was confident that, you know, we could go in the studio like the old boys do and lay down some tracks and then I, I could just layer the
0: vocals on top, you know? Is there a particular track from the album that you're most intrigued to hear the reaction to, either because it's going to surprise people or you just think that is an absolute banger and uh, it's going to land... Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for people to hear th- this new
1: single "You're Not Alone," which has come out today, and um, I'm also excited for people to hear um, a tune on the album called "Cause I'm Gone." Well, it's called "I'm Gone," um, and um, and that's quite Gary Clark, Julia influence. It's got that gritty sort of dirty, heavy shuffle um, with a fuzz pedal on, you know. Which is quite cool. I'm, I'm excited for people to hear that. There's a few dirty, um, dirty blues tunes on the dirty blues rock tunes on this this album.
0: Fantastic. Do you then? Oh, because you you sound quite enthusiastic about this process. And it's not 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 every band and artist enjoys the long build that comes to releasing an album, the drip feeding of content, and the releases and uh, all stuff like this and so on. Do you find yourself? Do you enjoy this process? Um, what what in terms of the interviews and everything
1: like the, that? Um... The
0: the entire build, the entire build <laughs> to release of an album.
1: Well, you know, I'm very grateful to be making an album. First of all, you know, the people would love to be in my situation, and you know what 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 I've achieved. You know, I'm very grateful and um, for that. But there are parts of the job that you know that that maybe might not as excite me as much as plugging in my guitar and ripping a guitar solo behind four Marshall stacks in a studio you know and that's what i live for you know the one thing i'd say i struggle with is 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 the music videos. i get bored you know sitting around and keep keep playing and playing and playing over um you know with, with i like to get it done sort of sort of quite fast so um so yeah so so each music video we did um low-key production he did a fantastic job and he, he sort of got this got the vibe at the, end, at the end after all three videos uh, each one got a bit faster um so that so that was funny and and I guess um I guess in terms of of doing the interviews um I always get a little bit nervous doing the interviews because I I hope people you know will will enjoy them and it comes across okay Cause um, I like I like to do let the music do the talking rather than me
0: rambling on, which is completely understandable. It's just I know the process that I mean these days it can be an incredibly long one from six months to nine months uh, with drip feeding of content and so on, and the expectations and requirements uh, for you as an artist to be more available in the online world than usual, uh, particularly when it comes to things like social media and areas like that. Probably the part of being a musician in a band that might be the most challenging these, these days, the social media aspect. Where do you sit on that side of things? Is it something you can enjoy or would you just prefer to never have to do it? <laughs> I mean, it'd be pretty pretty amazing to be,
1: um, to be in, in a world, you know, where Eric Clapton came from, where no one had social media and there was no mobile phones at, at the gigs and it was like everyone was freaking out. You know, it's like... And you had to see a gig in a newspaper and 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 the, and the venues were absolutely packed out because that's their entertainment unfortunately it's not it's not like that anymore there's a lot more competition you know there's a there's a lot of choices to do on the phone you can do whatever you want whenever you want everything's accessible So in terms of music now um you know I I'm quite old school so I like getting an album and I like reading the sleeve and all of that. So I do miss that side of it that it can be boom, just get it on Spotify, you know, rather than buying the album in terms of that. Um, but but yeah, you know, I do I do um, put a lot of care into into that side of it and and try and design, you know, a, a lot of my albums with it, with the labels and to make it look good for the fans and to try and make
0: it sound as best as possible. <laughs> so the online world is a necessary evil
1: i'd I'd say i do I do like I do like um connecting with the fans on on facebook. i run I run all my social media myself, and so I speak to all my fans, try and reply to every one of them that I can. you know, cause I'm grateful for them without them. wouldn't be able to do what what I do. so um but yeah, never never really had any complaints. what what's interesting is in the past, I've had different managers, and my likes have really dropped down when they've took over my social media because my fans are so used to me doing it and being personal with them. So, so I guess that's, I guess that's quite an interesting one. Um, I have tried that before, but, um, but yeah, I try, I try not to let it take too much of my time up, you know, I try and be natural on it. And um, if it doesn't work, then it's all right. I don't mind not getting many likes. <laughs>
0: You're fighting a battle just that like everybody else is online, just trying to get any attention you possibly can uh, on any post possible. Um, you've done so much. You've done an incredible amount. Um, and you've been, you mean, there's a statement out there hailing you as the future of blues. When you hear things like that, and bear in mind who you've toured and what you've accomplished so far, how do you keep your feet on the ground when you get that kind of praise and uh, do those kind of things? Well, when I was
1: eighteen, I got my first record deal, um, in HMV, and um, you know, classic rock hailed me as the future of the blues. The massive spread on me, and l- loads of people took attention to it. You know, brought where's he come from? You know, out out of nowhere, and um, and and yeah, it was um, it 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 was really nice. But then, but then I realised, then that's just not it. You know, I haven't just made it. This is where the where the hard work begins, and being about an artist is about the music that you create. So it was just about trying to better my albums every year and trying to get more fans and get bigger gigs and always striving to be bigger and better. Um, so, you know, it's, um, it's, uh, it, it's amazing really, but, but at the same time, you know, um, the blues is, I've always loved the blues, you know, I, lo- I love the blues, blues guitar playing, but my music is definitely crossover as well. Mm-hmm. So at times, is it has hinged me when i you know maybe in my early 20s but um there's been at times where i've gone do you know what i'm going to embrace this and i've got to actually jam with like buddy guy on stage you know in front of ten thousand people in the netherlands and it's like wow you know can't can't get more blues than that you know so honored and that set my career off out there pretty big so um i guess i, I owe a lot to the blues you know um and you can definitely hear that within my playing, within my, my singing and my vocals and the different phrases.
0: Just developed uh, over time into what you are now, and it's uh, continuing to serve you so well. So it's just incredible to see uh, when this full album comes out on August 25th as well. Yeah, no, really excited to see to see how it does, and um, the fans
1: have always been supportive. I've always done something a little bit different for every album, you know. I've never just done a traditional blues album. Maybe I will one day, who knows? But <laughs> um, but but yeah, you know, they, they're always they're always intrigued to see what I've got pulled up my sleeve next.
0: Oh man, you've you absolutely nailed it. You know, if there's ever a point when you decide, you know what, I'm gonna do one more and then I'm going to call it, retire, go chill out. That's the time when you pull out that full blues album. Exactly. Exactly.
1: And a lot of people have actually advised me that along the way, a lot lot of professionals, they said, you know, when, when the time is right, you know, and, and you do want to do that, you can, but you are young, you know, give it, give it your all, you know, try and try and give it the biggest and best songs you can write and go out there with a, with a good show. So, you know, that's a, that's exactly what i've always strived to do and what what i've tried to do with this
0: album just have a have a good time really um I, no doubt it's going to be incredibly successful but Lawrence, we reach a stage of a bit in our way introduce you to this is ozzy osbourne not named by <laughs> me named by someone else and in his head he holds a random selection of cards with any question, basically anything, anything we could write down. Uh, and it is could be super serious, super nonsensical, and it's quick fire. So I'm gonna pick some out for you. If you don't mind, you'll answer them. All right, cool. Fantastic. All right, number 26. Have you ever broken a bone? Yes. Mm. Do tell. I broke, I broke my arm.
1: I, I was playing um, a game when I was younger on a bike um with some of my mates and it was a stupid game to kick the football at the back tire and I went head over heel on the tire and snapped my arm. My left arm. Maybe that's why I can get up the neck quite fast. Do you still feel it twinge anytime? No, 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 no. Look, luckily I don't. I'm quite I'm quite lucky with it, but I am um, I'm double jointed so I can twist my arm all the way around.
0: <laughs> okay, let's put another one out. Okay. Thirty-four. Do you believe in ghosts or spirits? Um 5050.
1: Mm. I am I am a Christian, so th- there's there's half of me that says no, but then there's been other times where I have felt something ghosts or some sort of vibe.
0: Yeah, I don't think anybody could be brave enough to outright say hundred percent no, you know? Mm. Number eighty-five, what is your worst habit that you think you've got? My worst habit is
1: probably cutting my nail. Because it's always sore with playing guitar. And um, yeah, my partner's like, stop cutting your nail, you're gonna have nothing left. <laughs> you cut them though, you're not a nail buyer. No, 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 no. I'm not a nail biter. I don't I think that's a dirty habit. So I, um yeah, I cut them. <laughs> Which Bare is bad. Enough. I've got little
0: sharp scissors, I'm always making them sore. <laughs> Probably should bite my nails. Uh 59. What is your favorite musical, be it in film or from a stage show? Um Line the Witch in the Wardrobe. Really?
1: Yeah, I saw that. That was the first musical I ever saw as a kid, so a bit of nostalgia for me.
0: Wow. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen a musical version of that. Haven't I mean, yeah, it was it's pretty cool. Okay. And hmm. one to, more. Of course. Some years ago we're going back. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, we'll do one more. And it's number 72. What is something that never fails to make you smile? fish and chips (laughs) okay (laughs) i love that i love that um all right lawrence bad luck and the blues it is out on august 25th um thank you so much for taking the time to do this i really appreciate it oh thank you so much really enjoyed
1: it and um yeah had a good one with aussie as well
0: Thank you very much for watching. If you liked what you saw, please help us out by giving us a thumbs up and hitting that subscribe button. If you really liked what you saw, consider donating to keep the website and channel running by buying us a coffee via our coffee page or picking up some merch from our big cartel store. You can check us out on GBHBL.com as well as via our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as listen to our interviews via SoundCloud, Apple Music, and Spotify. Just search for GBHBL.